What's going on guys? My name is Aldenero and welcome to episode 98 of the Midnight Hour as we approach episode 100. I have nothing special planned. If you have any suggestions for what you think I should do, <laughs> please do let me know in the comments section. So, uh, recently I've been looking for new guests on the podcast and uh, a thought popped into my mind of someone who I actually asked to come on the show a year ago, uh, almost to the day. Um, so, uh, what happened was the guy was uh, busy on that day and then I kind of just forgot about it and never asked ever again. And then um, I asked him last week if he'd be available because I was, I just want to get different people on the show. And if you do have any suggestions for guests, please do let me know in the comment section or you can check out the subreddit, which is reddit.com slash or slash midnight hour. Um, but anyways, today's guest is a YouTuber by the name of Zwebeck, who is uh, German slash American and he has 901,000 subscribers, which is unbelievable. He also boasts hundreds of millions of YouTube views, and uh, it's just uh, mind-boggling numbers to look at. Um, but uh, I've, I've known the guy for years. Uh, we've only spoken a few times, but I always do enjoy speaking to him, and I figured that he'd be a good guest. So I asked him to come on, and uh, he graciously did. And we didn't have a whole lot of time because uh, he actually had to go to the airport to collect his brother. Um, so that's the reason for this episode being a little bit shorter than usual. Hopefully that's okay with everybody. Um, but it was a pretty good conversation. We just sort of spoke about general life stuff, I guess, and the differences between uh, the countries that we live in and things like that. Um, but I really enjoyed it, and uh, I am looking forward to having him come back someday. So... Um, the episode will follow, obviously. Um, I just want to do a quick mention for, I don't know, if you know somebody who really loves this podcast and you want to buy them something for Christmas, uh, this would be a really good time to go to society6.com slash Eldenero, where you can buy Midnight Hour merchandise, uh, including t-shirts, hoodies, uh, what else? There's like flags and stuff. Um, there's also, uh, so I actually got a Midnight Hour flag and it's on my wallet. If you watch my most recent Walking Dead review, you'll see it. I actually did a face cam in that video, and it's absolutely insanely big, uh, which is which is great. Um, but you can also get mugs. Um, you can also get uh, phone covers, laptop covers, pillowcases, duvet covers, all that stuff. It's it's just really cool. And uh, if you do want to get someone something related to the minute hour for Christmas, that would be. Uh, the place to go. So, um, there. I haven't shilled my merchandise in quite some time. For full disclosure, I earn almost nothing from every purchase, but it's just really high quality stuff, and I buy all of my clothes from there. So, yeah, the episode will follow, I guess. As I said, it's a little bit shorter. Um, I used some copyright-free music for this episode. Let me know what you think of it, because um, I actually quite like it. It's, it's quite mellow and chilled, and the kind of music that I listen to when I'm nursing a serious hangover or when I want to play football manager and give it my full concentration so um, that's the frame of mind I'm in at the moment the episode will follow really hope you guys enjoy it if you do uh, please leave a like leave a comment whatever uh, all the relevant links will be in the description anyways including Zwebeck's channel his, his uh, Twitter handle I'd recommend uh, following him because um, he's quite a funny guy so yeah I will uh, I'll, I'll see you guys on the flippity flip peace power in the verse can stop me. I am literally in in one of the top five hangovers of my entire life so far. And, oh, um, what a treat. Yeah. What a treat. I came at the right time. <laughs> yeah, I, like I was actually only um, just able to keep food down in the last hour or so. So, uh, 
Yeah, if at any point you hear like a lot of uh, fumbling around and the microphone dropping and me running away, it's because I I'll really know, need to... I'll know what that is. Yeah, I'll know what that is, 100%. Definitely. <laughs> All right, so I'm joined today by Zwayback HD. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's really, really cool to have you. Um, Dude, pleasure, man. Pleasure, man. Th- honestly, thanks for having me on. Been, so uh, you have... Been a fan and, and yeah. Yeah, you've, you've been subscribed to me since you had like no Years. subscribers yeah Years. yeah um it must have been 2012 2013 yeah it's nuts i remember you used to comment on my career mode videos and um on youtube i used to check this there's like i don't know if this is only available to you when you're partnered or whatever but there's there's a part on youtube where you can check uh who the most influential people subscribed to you are and uh I would check that like occasionally, and every single time I checked it, you just climbed higher and higher and higher, and uh, here you are today with 900,000 subscribers, which is absolutely mind-boggling. Um, do you ever think about that number and let it like just? Do you ever just think about that number and think like, "Fuck, that's a lot you, of people." You know, like it, it. Whenever, whenever I think about the number, it it makes me. It, it does two things for me. It, I think about where it's at now, and then I think about like my near-term goals. And I I don't know if this is a near-term goal, but a long-term goal is obviously like that million. Because you see nine hundred thousand, you're like, okay, well, we got to that, but yeah. it took five years. Is there any chance we could get to that to that to that million mark? But for me, um, yeah. That whenever I see the nine hundred thousand, I just it, like I, I'm like Jesus, man. That is that is a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people, and it makes me think of the journey. It's a massive number, but it makes me think of like the weight of the journey of the whole YouTube experience, if you will. Like, dude, it feels like it was another life when I when I first created the channel. It felt it feels like it was ten years ago. Yeah, I mean, it was half a half a decade ago, almost. So, I mean, it's not far off, but dude, the 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 growth, both personally and then you know, as part of the channel, is just reflecting on that is a pretty pretty trippy thing yeah yeah do you uh do you set yourself short-term goals like numbers that you like think oh like this week i want to get this many subscribers and then like is that a thing you consciously do or do you just sort of figure this is working i'll keep doing this my short-term goal is is to come up with a video idea every day that's the every every day dude that's um and as a creator as a fellow creative I'm, i'm sure you can relate relate but the fear is not having an idea that you absolutely love you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I'll lay in bed. There'll be many a sleepless night where I'm like, okay, oh, okay. So this card came out yesterday. Looks like a beast card, but Jesus, what, what are we going to do creatively? Or how can I, you know, am I going to be on tomorrow? Am I going to have the idea? Like, what do we do? How, how does the whole thing come together? And then sort of in this, in this madness, like this sort of, you know, mini big boom, you know this creative like big boom you just something comes out of nothing and you you manage to pull it off and uh yeah i think we've i think we've managed i think we've managed you know in five years i've missed maybe five or six days of of a daily upload and then for a year and then for a year we did double uploads because net who i know you know very well and bateson were like oh uh sway let's go up to and and i love them they're they're like two of my best friends yeah but let's, let's go up to two uploads a day you know let's go up to two uploads a day like the analytics are saying we should do that um and then, uh, thankfully, the the trend of hopping down to one was something that caught on a few years ago. And they're like, "Way we're going back down to one video a day. You with us?" Of course, man. I mean, you guys know this stuff way more than I do. Like they're the analytic kings. Yeah. And so uh, we hop down. We hop hop down to one. And um, I mean, 
one is stressful enough, but it's better than better than fourteen in seven days. I'll tell you that. Yeah, definitely. Like I, that's actually when you talk about like you trying to come up with an idea that you love so that you can do a video of it every day. That's literally the reason why I stopped doing YouTube was because every day I was like, all right, career mode. Oh, more career mode, more career mode. Where like you get into a cycle of just I'm gonna play this many games. I'm gonna edit it into a video that's this size. And I do think that my career modes were, like, kind of unique in a way. Like, I, I definitely have, like, a more funny element than, like, a lot of career mm -hmm. mode YouTubers. Um, but that, that just kind of got stale as well. And I was just thinking to myself, like, I don't really... Uh, like, I left my channel when it was at its most... Um, like, it had the most momentum at the time that I left it. And it was purely right. because I just... I just wasn't feeling it every single day. Like I couldn't just get up and be like, "Oh, this is this is going to be great. I'm going to do this again." Um, and it was working. And there are so many other channels with the same blueprint out there that work. But I just didn't feel the enjoyment out of it. Where I think you do um, Ultimate Team, which is like a, a bigger sort of pool um, to pull from. So you don't have to do the same type of video every day. And I think that that really makes a difference. Like to be able to do that. Like it's a fun like arcadey type thing see and, and it's interesting you say that because i i, I feel that too and I, th I think just like as a as a as a content creator that's just a natural thing if you have if you have a formula that you know works for you and and a lot of this uh, a lot of the things and elements that you work with in the video are the same like i can relate to that you know like yeah so, sometimes i'm sometimes i'll be really hyped about an intro but then i'll do you know the majority of the video will be like okay so this is a player review Geez, this feels this feels just like a player review I did a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. What am I showcasing new here? And and sure, it is a different card. It's like you know whatever. It's a it's a different card, and we try to do a, a few different elements, uh, or I try to do a few different elements within the video. But um, I mean, yeah, monotony is definitely something. I think monot like, trying to bust up the the monotony is definitely something that's a key to doing it. And and ultimate team does help in that regard because yeah, you have team of the week that comes out Wednesday, new players. Player of the month Sonic came out today. That's cool. That little bit of hype. Uh top 100, pack open, like all these there's all these possibilities out there. Draft or whatever, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah ultimate ultimate team has a little bit more color to it, but I I've always been envious of guys that can do career mode, man, because for me, career mode seems like a really cool thing. I love that you can like sign and like you're with your club and you bring guys in and out. The only thing for me is I wish there was some time type, and I know they're never going to do it because it just doesn't seem like there's any reason to do it, but like an online career mode or a connected franchise like Madden has where you can take career mode online and you're playing against human opponents, which really, for me, that that's the that's the biggest stimulus with an ultimate team is the, the you know, the the biggest, uh, you're going up against a fellow opponent, a uh, yeah. fellow human. You score versus him and you're like, yes. I beat someone else. You know what I mean? Definitely, or... the stakes are so much higher when you're playing against an actual yeah. person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um. In fact, I I can honestly say an online career mode is something that would have the power to pull me straight back in to go back to full time YouTube and do an online career mode. I think that would be so much fun, and you have such a like that would create such a sort of wide berth for different types of videos and uh, more collaboration and networking and, and all of these things that. Like that subscribers genuinely enjoy and things that people genuinely look for. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's just no incentive for EA to do it other than like people would really like it, but people also really like what they do anyway, I guess. Um, or yeah. actually, in a really weird way, nobody likes what EA do, but everyone still buys the game and, <laughs> and plays all the different game modes. So. Very true. Yeah, very yeah. true. Um, we, we, can, we can complain all we want, but at the end of the day, we just know... We just know we're getting the game because that—that's FIFA. We've been getting it since. I mean, yeah. my first, 
I think 02 was maybe my first. I took like a five-year break and then back with 08 or 09 or something like that. But Yeah, I was actually... Well, 98 was my first, and then I stopped in... I got 04. I think I got 05, and then I went purely into Pez because it was the better game around then. Um, and then it sort of tailored off like really badly and just got worse with each week. And uh, Wow. Huh. Pretty horrendous. But... um. What was I going to say? Oh, something about uh, EA that's quite interesting. Are you watching what's happening with uh, Star Wars Battlefront at the moment? Man, I honestly, I am keeping up to it as much as I can. I, I love Reddit. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where I actually saw it. I might have seen it on Twitter or Reddit, but the last I heard was tr- um, um, in-game transactions are canceled outright. Like, just completely, they've gotten rid of, they've yeah. gotten rid of in-game transactions. Uh, what do you call it? The My- microtransactions. Microtransactions, yeah. Yeah. Wild. I'm not even. I'm not sure that was the right play. I mean, I could see why they did it, but I mean, that sets a kind of interesting precedent, where. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, I'm. I don't know. It's interesting. So what happened was they uh, somebody basically discovered that the uh, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, who were two like iconic characters in the Star Wars series, um, if you want to unlock those characters as playable, uh, you have to play. I think. 40 hours of gameplay is required without ever unlocking any other thing. So right. you have to store up all your points and play for 40 hours, and then you can have one of either Vader or Luke. And um, people were like, oh, this, this is bullshit. Um, so since then, they've said uh, microtransactions are gone, but they may be adding them back in the future, which is probably what they will do after the storm blows over. Um, it, it's, re- it's, it, it's interesting that you say you're not sure it's the right play, because I'm not sure either. Like, I, I think as somebody who... Like, I don't have a lot of time to, to play games, right? Like, I, I have a, a, a job that's like that takes up a lot of my time, so does my commute. Uh, and when I come home and play games, like, it would actually be pretty handy for me to just see this unlockable character and say, yeah, I'll, I'll give that, like... I'll pay seven dollars or seven euros, whatever, and then have the character. I don't think I'd actually mind doing that that much because right. you're, you're basically paying to just skip having to do all the grafting, um, and that's fine. But at the same time, it's it's good that EA are being called on their bullshit and that they're actually acting as a result of it because like forty hours is actually ridiculous for two iconic characters. You know what I mean? Like if it was two like nothing characters, then I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. But like. Mm-hmm. It's really um, what's the word? It's it's really uh like slimy and yeah, for, yeah. I mean like 40, 40 hours to get those characters. I mean that's crazy. So it's, it's interesting we're talking about uh, EA because Battlefield is one of my that's one of my favorite franchises of all time. It's so um, good, yeah. I love it, dude. Battlefield one. I was a little hesitant because there were ho- like horses and you know like single. I thought it was just gonna be literally bolt action rifles and like, but it, you know. Apparently, I didn't know enough about World War One yeah. and like some of the weapons, and it's just it takes it the whole trench warfare, that whole thing takes it to another a whole another area. But um, I I actually have no idea how many hours I've because I I would consider myself I wouldn't say I don't know about Die Hard, but I love that franchise, and I'd be curious to know what my hours spent are in that one. Um, because because yeah, I mean as much as you can love a game, forty hours is a lot of time. Yeah, no, forty I- hours a heck of a lot of time. I think I've amassed about 850 hours on Age of Empires 2 HD. <laughs> yes, dude! But, uh, that game is 18 years old, so <laughs> I'm allowed oh. to have that amount of time in it. Dude, uh, so Age of Empires, I think that was my first PC game ever. 
Yeah, a lot, a lot of people are on the same lines there. I think it actually, I think they did something, Microsoft, that's a Microsoft game, and I think they gave it away free with computers bought around the year 2000 or something they, like that. They might have done, they might have done. Yeah. I, I remember I, I went into my, I went over to my friend's house uh, for a sleepover, and he's like, dude, I gotta show you this game. And I'm like, okay. And so, uh, I don't know what console was available at the time, but I was strictly console at that point. This would have been like 98. I think mm-hmm. this was like maybe 97 or 98. And uh, I go over there, and he's showing me this map, and I, this like map on this screen. I'm like, oh my god, this is insane. And we literally spent six hours. I was just like sitting behind him. I'm like, oh, do this, do that, do this, do that. You know, and then, you know, just... What a what an incredible franchise, man! Yeah, it's I, I, so I miss, good. I miss those days, and I can't wait for the revamped uh, Age One to come out. Yeah, they're actually revamping all of them, uh, all all three games, and then they're making Age of Empires Four as well, which is like oh man. Yeah, it's really exciting, but the bad thing is they're not going to be available on the Steam store. You can only purchase them through Microsoft, and that yeah, yeah, it's just not really great. <laughs> not sure how I feel, yeah, not sure how I feel about that, but I mean. I, and I also hope they just don't pull an Age of Mythology. I don't know if you skipped that one, but I skipped Age of Mythology just because I couldn't, I couldn't get into the whole like Greek god thing. Yeah, um, I, I watch people play it, and it looks like I would enjoy it. But also, um, when it comes to like venturing into a, a new uh, real-time strategy game, I just can't do it. I'm just like, why would I do yeah. that when I have the best one ever made? And, yeah, you know, yeah, I still get infinite value from playing it all the time. So. Dude, it's wait. Did you say age two? Age two, yeah. It's the best, dude. It is the best. Yeah, it is. It's everything it, about it. The combat system is a rock paper scissors system. Like everything has a counter. Like it's just like the ultimate strategy game. Like I and I've played a lot of strategy games, particularly when I was younger. But this one just keeps me coming back, and I, I can't even try a new game because I, I'm so addicted to this one. And and, and nothing is too OP. I, I remember the first iteration. The fret the Franks had a bit too much of a farm boost. And then there was they had to dumb down or nerf the Teutons, right? The Teutonic Knights because they were like just too crazy or something. Yeah, that's right. And the um, the British uh, longbows. Uh, <laughs> Those you, were so yeah. You could take out a castle with like ten of them. <laughs> Bro, that unit. Oh my god, I'm 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 trying to think now what my favorite unit in that game. I mean, all the unique units were really great. Yeah, they were. Uh, I think uh, I, I really like the Goths with their Huskarls because they're basically immune to arrows. So like, if you if you start off a game and get to the Castle Age really quickly and just start spamming Huskarls, you can just obliterate your opponent, and there's nothing they can. Do. You you could take out their town center with like three Huskarls because the arrows Unreal. are gonna do nothing to them. Like it's nuts. unreal. The Huskarls. I completely forgot about them. Yeah. So the, the Vikings. Good. The Viking was the Berserker was pretty cool. The that he auto regenerates. I thought yeah, they were they're really play. good too. Um, Vikings kind of have limited everything else though. Like they they don't get the full benefit of of like the cavalry line or um or siege or anything like that, which is a shame. Basically, all their structures right. It was just stone. It ended there. Yeah, yeah. That's there was no no it. walls. I don't even think they had walls. If I'm being honest with you, you just had the little uh, the wood walls. You know the whatever they were called. Uh, that's, Goths don't have walls. They only have yeah palisades. Uh, Vikings do have stone, but they might not have had it at the start. I'm oh okay. Sure. Um, yeah, man, dude, that game is so like I'm I'm thinking of like starting to stream that game or something. Just give it a go because like there's a fairly vibrant streaming community for that game that still exists, and and there are YouTubers in that community that are hitting like a hundred thousand subscribers and stuff. Like it's nuts. Like it, it's still alive, like fully, and it's so After... old, like. 
after near what did you say 18 years 18 years yeah 99 crazy it's nuts crazy um yeah one thing i wanted to ask you i actually don't know this about you um when you um when you first started doing youtube you were uploading uh videos that were sort of half german half english like you you spoke in german a lot um, obviously, uh, with your name being Zwayback, which I, I can't pronounce properly, Zwayback? Or... You, 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 dude, you nailed it the first time. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, first, you nailed it. Did you, were you born in Germany? Uh, so I was born in Switzerland. Oh, wow. Uh, my, mo- my mom and my dad were working in Switzerland at the time, and they'd been living there for a couple of years. Uh, they had me there, and then my dad's German, my mom's American, so um, we moved to Munich, and then I grew up there. I, I lived there till I was about six six, six and a half. Oh, wow. And uh, so, yeah, spent a lot of my young, young childhood there and then moved here to the States, uh, Miami Beach specifically. Yeah. And I've, I've grown up here ever since. But, yeah, so uh, German national team, that's, you know, that's uh, my jam. dad. That's my jam, dude. Yeah. 1990, vaguely remember vaguely remember hearing this massive party going on in the, uh, somewhere in the house. And, uh, that yeah, that was obviously the, the victory over, over, I think it was, was it West Germany versus Argentina? Uh, Argentina, I yeah, in the final, yeah. Um, so that that was a pretty special. Uh, that was a pretty special night that I don't really remember. Yeah. Um, and then 2014, fast forward, fast forward a few years, and man, I, I just wanted to see one in my lifetime. I just wanted to see them hoist the trophy in my lifetime. I, I'm happy now. Anything after this is a plus. But. Yeah, you nearly got there in 2002, which is uh, oh, that's dude, a, that's a tournament I remember so vividly. Um, yes. Particularly Oliver Kahn, like what an absolute machine of a man. Such a machine up until that final. Yeah. He he was great throughout the entire tournament. I think wasn't he? Didn't he win the? He won the player of the tournament, or I'm not he sure. Did. Well, I'm, yeah, well, he did. He did, right? Yeah, player of the tournament was Oliver Kahn, and I, I, I think he was he. I think. The Ballon d'Or, he was like in the top three for the Ballon d'Or that year as well. I think the guy was a the guy was a madman, yeah. and then just lost it a little bit in that last. I just I remember it so vividly. The game was on at six a.m. I was sitting on my bed in the room here, and uh, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mean, obviously that Brazil team was unreal. I was just one of the you know. I mean Ronaldo. That's all you need to say. Yeah, and but, R- uh, Rivaldo too with that. Rivaldo, um, I think Cafu. Oh man, what a team! Yeah, Ronaldinho as well. Just just before he hit his peak, Ronaldinho Unreal. on the team. Yeah, so good. Unreal, um, but yeah, very very vivid memories of O2 for sure. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I actually remember taking the day off school to watch Ireland against Germany, right? Because we were drawn in the same group, and um, right. Ireland had drawn with Cameroon in the first game and kind of needed to get something out of Germany. And Robbie Keane scored in the 92nd minute. It was, Balak oh, scored man. to put you guys 1-0 up in, in like the 19th minute. And from there, um, I watched the game with my mom at home and we were both like, ah, this is, it. This is going to be like a steamroll across. Um, <laughs> but that didn't happen. Uh, Miroslav Klose couldn't get any anything out of Steve Staunton and Gary Breen, our two defenders. Good God, how times have changed. Um, and, yeah, Robbie Keane in the 92nd minute was the only player to beat Oliver Kahn uh, up until the final, which is... Crazy. Yeah. That's wild. What yeah. a legend he is. I know. I, like, I, I could talk for days about how good Robbie Keane is. Like, he, I think he's the 10th all-time top goal scorer in the history of the Premier League. And then obviously his international record is is like one of the best in Europe and and indeed one of the best in the world as well. Like it's just like what a, like if you look at um if you look at say the top Irish goal scorers in history, right? Robbie Keane is top, and then 
like Niall Quinn is like third with 21 goals. <laughs> like there's just <laughs> nobody even comes close to to Robbie Keane. Like it's an, like not only has he broken the record, but he's like triple there or something like that. Like it's oh, it's nuts. So here's a, here, here's a question I have. So in, in Ireland, how like does he is he just is he the is he the guy? Like is he the sports figure? Obviously you have like a Conor McGregor, but um yeah. Um, Robbie Keane are people I mean I I know he's he's up there, but are are have people like the current generation, like young kids that are in school now, would they they would know of Robbie Keane? Would would they not? Maybe from their from their like siblings or yeah, or definitely. Dad. He's definitely like the mythology like, of Robbie Keane. I, I should I suppose. Yeah, he's he's definitely like one of the most famous people ever uh, in the country. Um, there's a weird thing about Irish people. I think that that sets us apart from other nations in that we're very self-deprecating and. Um, even the coverage at the moment about Conor McGregor, like the the media here hates Conor McGregor, um, and and they think that he sets a horrible example for Irish people. Um, the people themselves love Conor McGregor for the most part. Um, Robbie Keane is different because a lot of my friends um, appreciate Robbie Keane for everything he did, but they kind of don't like him because they feel like he hung on too long in the Ireland team. Uh, which uh, gotcha. like I, I firmly disagree with that and I think I would take Robbie Keane now I would take 37 year old Robbie Keane who plays in India I would take him right now in our team like you know we went into uh, our World Cup qualifying game a few days ago where we had Dar- a guy called Daryl Murphy up front and, and I don't know if you even know who he is but he is is a- Daryl Murphy the, the huge guy with the tats yes okay yeah 100% I was watching part of that game uh, sweet who was it against uh, Denmark Denmark, that's right. Yeah, Ooh. it was it was something else. <laughs> wow, what you a know, game! For for twenty two minutes there, I firmly believed I was going to Russia. <laughs> oh man, dude, yeah, terrible. Um, but yeah, um, Irish people and their relationship with our uh, sort of cultural icons is very interesting. Um, you you'd be hard pressed to go and find someone in Dublin that actually likes Bono and, and that actually likes you too. Like it, it's it's really really strange. We we kind of hate. A lot of our own. Um, well, so th- that's super interesting. So, is it the fact that they're? Uh, I don't want to say that they boast, but they're obviously on the international stage. So, a Bono and Conor McGregor, like, oh yeah, like look at me. I'm we're we're like you know the most popular people in the world. But are are you saying that like part of the Irish identity is not to be that? Is is to be, you know, like like you said, the media uh, says that they paint a bad representation of the Irish people as a whole. Is it is it more like a humility thing where it's like okay, let's you know, keep your head on, you know, um, that sort of thing. I would say, so the media, um, I, I think in general the Irish media is quite behind when it comes to a sport like MMA or, or anything to do with fighting, like anything aggressive. That would be something that we'd be, like the, the media would be sort of like, not sure about that. Um, so having a guy that excels in that particular field is not really something they're willing to embrace as much as if it were, say, Rory McIlroy. Like, they they like Rory McIlroy. There's, there's some, you know, some Irish people claim him, but he's Northern Irish. He represents Britain sometimes. Uh, it, it's it's sort of it's sort of strange. They, they like McIlroy because he's sort of a, a nice, quiet guy. He's humble. They don't like McGregor because he's loud. He's abrasive. He swears a lot. He gets himself into hot water. Like... You know, he kind of blurs the line between what's 
what's okay and what's just not politically correct at all. Um, Interesting. Yeah, and then with Bono, the media actually, I think, is quite fair to Bono. Um, at the moment, he's kind of in hot water because he, uh, some information about him has come out in the Paradise Papers. Um, but it's also Ooh. just well known that Bono does not pay any tax in Ireland at all. And he, like, he, he's been dodging tax for a long time. He uses a, a system in the Netherlands. Um, he, he's like exploiting some loophole there to avoid taxes. Uh, while simultaneously preaching about how you need to give all your money to charity, right? So it's um, the Irish people don't like Bono because we kind of see him as a bit of a fraud in that way, in that he just goes okay. around I, all I the could time. Understand that. Yeah, yeah, like all he ever talks about is charity, but he just doesn't really. Uh, I, like, I don't know. Um, it, th- that's a yeah, kind I, of a. Mm-hmm. I, what would you call it? like I don't know we're just we're we're also just very self-deprecating as a nation I think um but yeah that that's what's going on with Bono and then with Robbie Keane it's like I I think the youth of today would definitely view him as a hero um but then there's people in my age group who are sort of like uh and they kind of think whatever about Robbie Keane so right um yeah it's interesting I'm actually I'm actually trying to think of someone that the Irish just universally agree on um I I guess there's like Phil Linnet from Tin Lizzy right like everybody loves that guy and, and right. that band yeah so. what, what about shane what about shane uh not shane long um no but yeah shane long right yeah shane long um yeah he's 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 so i think he hasn't scored a goal in like 44 games or something <laughs> in all competitions <laughs> I, I think it's been like four and a half years since that guy scored so we're very fed up with that <laughs> Um, I like him. I think he's good. I think he works really hard. And even though he doesn't score a lot, um, I've been watching him play with Southampton at the start of the season. He got a few games. Like he was good in all the games. You know, his his job isn't necessarily to score goals as much as it's to to hold up the ball, to chase everything, to put the defense under pressure, things like that. And he does that really well. Like he is a workhorse. Um, he's also just incredibly good looking. He should be in a boy band or something. He, you know, for a video, I did, I think I did a I might have done a Keen video. Uh, he's got a really good voice. Keane sings as well, right? He plays uh, an instrument and he sings. Shane Long sings quite well. Robbie Keane, I think there's like footage of him singing a karaoke or something. At a bar or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's it's pretty bad, I think. Okay, so maybe it wasn't good. Okay, but but so Shane I'm, Long I'm is a good singer. He actually is a good singer. Unreal. Um, Legends, dude. Legends. Yeah. Some, some, some of my favorite videos I've made are, are featuring the Irish players. Shane Long's card in like 14 and 15 was just so nuts. Yeah, I always kind of got so, the impression from you that you really like Ireland. Like, you kind of have, like, a very positive image of the country, I feel. And then St. Patrick's Day comes along, and I do videos on that, and I feel like I just completely embarrass myself with my river dance attempts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but I get, I get, no, I, I get great, I get really good feedback from, from, from Irish fans. And, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go someday. It's one place I haven't been. What's it what, like I, what, in, uh, in the U.S. for St. Patrick's Day? It's pretty much just people just get absolutely it's it's an excuse to get wasted. It's an excuse to go out and just drink a lot and wear a lot of green. Yeah. And people being annoying, pinching you if you don't so I don't know if you guys do this there. This might have just been something that we sort of adopted, but if you don't wear green, if you get caught not wearing green on St. Patty's Day, you're you have the right to pinch that person. Wow, really? That's that we definitely yeah. don't have that here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds that's like the most American thing ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, that is one thing. So yeah, so there's that. You just wear a lot of green. Uh, you drink. Chicago, the rivers, uh, they put this green dye, this like safe dye into the rivers of Chicago and the entire city is like, uh, the, the rivers throughout the entire city are like illuminated green, essentially. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like a big thing that happens. But it's not a huge, huge holiday, but it, it's definitely a fun one and, and one EA 
like to Explore. like to honor with <laughs> yeah. uh, with green cards and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they but, do. I really like those green cards actually. Mm. Um, it looks so good. Yeah, we we in in Ireland we have this thing. Like I'm, I'm painting a very bitter picture of the Irish people, right? But we really hate no, it I'm, when. No, I'm liking the picture. I'm liking the picture you're painting, dude. Really? <laughs> well. Yeah. So there's this sort of trope about Americans uh, coming over to Ireland for St. Patrick's Day and basically saying something to the tune of like, oh, my great-great-great-granddad's cousin was Irish. I've got an Irish heritage, right? And then, like, the the story or the joke usually goes, oh, what part of Ireland was he from? And the American person will say Scotland or something. Yeah, something oh, God. Um, but Irish people are very, like... Uh, very negative towards Americans claiming Irish heritage. To be honest, I'm not like that at all. I don't really get why it bothers people. I actually, like, I really like and appreciate that Americans try really hard to, like, because America's a weird country in the sense that, it, it like, it's fairly new, and its history is, um, like, so vast and so, um, like, varied. There, there's, there's no real specific American ideology, like, historically, apart from the Native Americans. Um, so, like, white people in America basically came from Europe. So there's going to be a whole different... And, and there was so much Irish immigration across there and stuff like that. Um, so I don't really mind when people are sort of searching for a stronger cultural identity in themselves and they come yeah. over to Ireland and they're trying to embrace it. But they are often met with <laughs> serious negativity when it happens over here. And uh, it's a shame, but it's just... Irish people just really don't like that other people so are trying to be them. <laughs> So we we do this thing where okay so if you're like two or three generations removed from someone that came over you know to Ellis Island or whatever during the 40s or World War One or yeah. even before that the Irish obviously were a huge part you know Ireland Italian most most a, a lot of the countries of Europe were obviously instrumental in building the United States to what it is right now yeah um, so you have all these generations of you know and, and you sort of just latch on you know so it's like oh where where are you from like. You know, I would say I, I would say I'm American first and foremost. I, like I have dual citizenship, but you know, I left Germany when I was six or seven. Yes, I, I happen to support the the German national team. That's you you don't find that often, mm -hmm. you know, here. Um, but uh, I would say I'm American first and foremost. Uh, having said that, I think a lot of people just a lot of people just gravitate towards you know what they were, not even what their grandparents were, but say like I don't know, a great great grandparent was an Italian. You know, I think some of those some of those rituals if you will get passed down throughout the ages whether it be like a i don't know a, a dish or just like a tradition or something supporting supporting something italian or whatever but yeah. I, I know quite a few people that i'm like i'm going through my rolodex of friends and acquaintances and i'm thinking to myself okay so yeah they, their family has been here for 150 200 years but i remember them saying you know in certain occasions oh you know it's the italian in me oh no oh that's the that's the irish in me you know what i mean or german english whatever that sort of thing um and there's a big fascination here. I mean, obviously, a lot of your guys is, and I'm, I'm, I don't mean to lump everyone in, but like the, and obviously ideologies differ from country to country. Like yeah. you know, it's a brand, brand new world and that sort of thing. But you know, um, it, it, a lot of people here they come from somewhere, come from somewhere else, and I, I think there's this fascination of, oh, where did I come from? You know, where did I come from? You know, where where did my my grandparents come from originally? I've, I've got an interesting story from my mom's side of the of the family 
so her side of the family has been here literally for hundreds of years, like, you know, since the Revolutionary War. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm my dad. I'm first-generation American from my dad's side. He, he lived in Germany. He has had, obviously hasn't had any family members uh, move to the United States. But uh, my, on my mom's side of the family, my, like, great-great-great-grandfather or something like that was a traitor, was a, was a traitor, and he was actually hanged wow. um, by the American government in and around wherever it started going poorly relations between you know the homeland and then the new the, the colonies over here so uh we have this letter my, my grandma has the letter where it was his last letter to the to his wife or something like that like you know sorry I, I had to sorry that i'm getting essentially sorry i'm getting hanged but i had to stay true to my my roots or whatnot yeah but i don't even know why i don't even i don't know i'm not 100 percent sure how that story applies to what we're talking about but you know it's um someone you know might I, and i would never in a million years say that i'm english so I guess that's my point, right? So like I had a great 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 grandfather or whatever who betrayed the Americans or whatnot. I suppose that makes me anti-American or whatever, yeah, uh, or whatnot. The, that combination with the German history, the, the German ancestry, is is a double whammy. But um, but uh, I don't know. I think as Americans we just try to we try to trace it back as or not as we as Americans, but I think it's just something people are fascinated with. Like where do we come from? You know, where where's the origin? And then I get you have some people that go back and. Obviously, like the Irish are a huge, huge Irish American uh, contingent, especially Boston. I went to school there for a couple of years, but so, so oh, you really? see, you lived so in Boston. You see, yeah, you see, yeah, lived in Boston for for two years, uh, freshman and sophomore year. Incredible city, just love, love, love that city. But every other person there that I went to school with, it's like, oh yeah, your name's Michael. And it's like, okay, and then as you get to know these people, they're like, oh, I'm Irish or Italian. And that's pretty much what you would find. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, uh, I've actually. I have family in Boston. Um, never been there, but my aunt lives there, um, and like, I, I guess, like, I guess we're pretty close. Like, it's my mum's sister, and um, mm -hmm. they, uh, I kind of everyone in my family has been over, but I've never actually been to America. Um, I, I don't really know why. It's something that I should fix. Like, I've got family that live in New York as well, and I have family in Canada. Like, I really do want to kind of go and explore North America a little bit. Um, I, I just, I don't know. Like, nothing's ever kind of motivated me to get up and go and do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think how to describe... It's tough. I mean, like, you have this... So you've never been here, so you have this image of what it is. Yeah, it's just, on... it's just uh, police killing black people and everyone has right. a gun, right? Dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of these people that likes to see the, the, the good... You know what I mean? Like as as much as that sort of stuff is happening, and that is definitely part of the the fabric of America right now. I still think it's a pretty freaking sweet place. It's it's happening, but yeah. it, like it, it is important to mention that those things are actually on the decline, and it's it's hard to visualize that because the media constantly sensationalizes every single thing. But they also just pick these stories so that they can talk about it. Um, but if you look at like just the graph of violent crime in America is is a downward curve, and that includes mass shootings, like contrary to what people would believe. So I I, I was only being facetious when I said that. See see, and and I didn't know that, but that makes me feel great. Yeah. Like that that's good to know. That that's good to know because it, it I mean like I said it definitely definitely is an issue. But yeah, dude, you should 100% find an excuse to come. The, the so the way I describe the United States whenever I'm in the call with some of the guys is like it's like England in that you just have like a lot more options with stuff. Mm -hmm. And for me the most pressing thing, the most important thing for me is being able to get food whenever I want. Like if oh. I if I like I need to be able to eat something at 10 or 11 o'clock at night and it doesn't need to be a difficult thing to do. When I was in England for the for the capture event for FIFA 18, it was like nine o'clock at night on a Sunday, and everything was closed. Yeah, everything was closed. I couldn't find anything. 
Ireland is not like that. I'll have you know. Um, if you, there's that's, a 24 hour McDonald's like a 10 minute walk from me. <laughs> nice. So, nice. Yeah. Um, I actually did want to ask you about McDonald's <laughs> because Go for it, dude. it it amazes me how much McDonald's you eat. Um, like is. I hope I don't sound rude when I'm saying that. Like, like I'm not at like all, dude. One of those parents that's like, ah, oh, you're gonna eat, you're gonna fill yourself up with junk, and then you're gonna get fat, and you're gonna die, and stuff like that. But, uh, <laughs> but for real though, I remember there's a time when, like, pretty much every single morning, you tweet a picture of like some McDonald's meal that you're having, and it's just, so. So what I wanted to ask was, um, okay, a, uh, do you how much McDonald's do you actually? Eat? Uh, not as much as you would think. Mm-hmm. Now, 2013, 2014, um, I was probably hitting McDonald's breakfast, I'd say maybe four times a week. Jeez. Like four or five, t- four or five times a week, like strictly McDonald's breakfast. And and my dietary thing is if you're going to go crazy with food, make sure that it's the morning meal because yeah. like that's the one that you can burn off the easiest. And, that, and that's just like my simple, simple logic at play trying to justify going to McDonald's. Of but, course, yeah. Um, lately, the past couple of years, not that much to be honest with you. Like I'll go... I'll, so I will go often to get the iced coffees because I love the McCafes, dude. Yeah, I gotta have yeah. I gotta have my iced coffee. I just love it. Um, but even that has changed. I've gone from like heavy cream, and then like now I just get you know just a little bit a little bit less. But so yeah, the, the short and sweet is it like my intake of uh, McDonald's has dropped precipitously since thirteen fourteen. Yeah, well, that that's um, kind of like in a weird way. I'm kind of happy to hear that. Like, not that I I think you can do whatever you want, but I just I just don't want you to become a case study. <laughs> oh no, 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 a hundred percent. And I'll joke about it every now and again and be like, huh? So I'm I'm on this new like fitness program. I wonder how I would I wonder what it would be like going on like a legitimate fitness program, but just supplementing your body with McDonald's. You know, I bet uh, I bet it's possible to like I I bet that the the bad the negative effects of mcdonald's are, are definitely overstated right like you know you know the the show or the documentary supersize me yeah um so no one has ever been able to to replicate those findings um it, it's it's basically a lie that entire documentary is something that that guy fabricated for media attention um right like, uh, there's been at least 12 like uh stu- um what are they called like peer-reviewed studies in colleges where people have right. tried to replicate the exact effects of that uh, and and th- no one can do it so it's actually you could do what that guy did and it would not have any like real noticeable effect in the immediate um mm-hmm. you know near term um and and i i just think with things like that if you look at like i have two two close friends who are personal trainers and they both like they have like the, you know the, the body of a greek god um but they still like eat just complete garbage all the time and mm-hmm. it, it just makes me think like maybe they're not entirely healthy just like just because they look healthy or whatever but like they're very fit um and then they're very like they definitely have a very positive body image and stuff like that so um i don't know i, I kind of feel like it, it's 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 overstated in some way you know well, I, I think I think for sure there's something to be said for that. I think there's something to be said for balance, and that's sort of like how I try to live my life is is balance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, just tr- try to not have as much crazy stuff all the time. Sprinkle in some good stuff, and then just like I guess don't be too crazy about it. Um, and it's interesting you said that. Yeah, like body image. Like, yeah, someone could look great, but the stuff you're putting into your body could also be doing stuff behind the scenes. Like that. That's the one thing that maybe I would point to with McDonald's is 
how it's processed, what they're using at the farm or the chemicals or the, what's actually in the beef. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe just the stuff, uh, the stuff in addition to saturated and high fructose and all that sort of stuff. What is it doing to your body? Like what is it triggering and that sort of stuff? Um, but uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a few friends as well who just look, I mean, incredible. And I, you know, we'll go out and they'll eat like 40 wings or something like that. But I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, it's like, um, I, I, I suppose, Look, if you work if you work really really hard in the gym, I suppose you can get away with eating whatever you want, really. I think you, know what you I mean? can. If yeah. If you're spending an hour, hour and a half, I want to say five days a week doing really intense and you know pushing yourself and you're breaking a sweat and you're really just going hard in the gym, I suppose you can get away with eating most anything. I wouldn't say that you could go on a full full off the deep end diet, but <laughs> eating like um, only love hearts and bags. Oh of my sugar. gosh! <laughs> yeah. Oh man, my my vice, my biggest. Uh, it's not McDonald's anymore, which I, I love McDonald's, but Shake Shack. I don't. I don't think you guys have that in Ireland. I think there's only one in London, um, or one in England. Period. There is. But, I, I know of one here. There's one in. A, there's a place called Dundrum, uh, where there's a big shopping center in Dublin, and there's definitely a Shake Shack there. Well, then I stand corrected. And also, you guys are very, very lucky because it is <laughs> the best. It's the best burger place ever. It's so good. It's it's fast food, but it's not. Yeah. It, oh my god! Just thinking about it, I'll probably treat myself to it Sunday. But. <laughs> what is, do you um? Do you drink or smoke like alcohol or? No. Uh. So, um. No. Uh. I drink occasionally. So, I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a beer. Wow. Um. So I, I drank. I drank in high school, and but never really heavily. Obviously, you know, you had the nights out with the boys and that sort of thing, and. Yeah. Whatever I've, I've had a few interesting a few interesting experiences. Some I remember, some I don't. Um, but uh, and now, like I, you know, I don't know. It's weird. I, whenever so, if I go to dinner with my girlfriend, I'll have a glass of white. You know, I'll have red. I'll have whatever her, my girlfriend's family's having a dinner. If you know, if we're having a dinner all together. But yeah, no, not 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 too much. That's interesting. So your biggest vice then is pretty much just sort of junk food, and that's yes. That's, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And, uh, yeah, that, I would say probably that 100%. Yeah, I can relate. Like, for me, it's probably alcohol, but also junk food. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I used to smoke a, a lot. A but, um, like, I quit smoking, uh, nearly three years ago now, which is, which is pretty good. Um, but other than that, yeah, alcohol and, and food. And especially last night, I had, like, way too much alcohol and, I've been sick all day, <laughs> in and out of bed, and just uh, I just I'm such a garbage human when I drink. I'm gonna tell you. I'm tell you what. I I'm gonna be honest. I don't miss that feeling. That's yeah. the worst, man. When you wait, you know, it's like you wake up at six and you're like, okay, uh, this is not gonna be good. This is probably not gonna be good. Then you go to bed and you're like, oh, okay, it could be okay. And then bam, you wake up an hour later and freaking Jurassic Park four is happening inside of your <laughs> inside of your house and the rafters are loose. Yeah, that's Jesus. exactly it. It's it's such an absolutely horrible feeling, and you can like feel your mental health deteriorating over oh, the course man. of the day. Like I I, I got up and uh, I I just bought Football Manager 18, and my plan was to spend because I I have today off work, so my plan was to just play Football Manager all day, and then uh, what a treat! Yeah, exactly. What a treat! But uh, but I God, couldn't. That sounds like an incredible day. That's uh, honestly that sounds like such an incredible day. I know, but I was too hungover to do it. And there's like there's this new feature on the game, right, where where they give you these uh, scouting meetings, and so they they feed you a bunch of players, like, and they're just like, check out this guy and this guy and this guy. 
And, like, I got, like, actual anxiety from doing it. I was like, oh, fuck, I cannot be dealing with this. Like, I can't look at all these stats, but I can't dismiss them because I don't want to miss a hidden gem. I just can't. And then I had The Simpsons on TV, and I had to turn it off because it was just... <laughs> then I just went and lay down in my bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, oh, but th- now, that's, that's a game I tried to get into. Um, but, uh, oh, also really quickly, yeah, so the closest the closest memory that I have to um, experiencing being hungover was food poisoning about three or mm, no about a month two months ago, oh, wow. and it was one of the, it was one of the it was one of the five days that I missed uploading in five years because it was that bad. Wow, it was, dude. Have you ever had food poisoning? Uh, I don't think I have. Not not in any real sense. Now I've definitely been queasy okay. and sort of you know a little bit off for maybe half right. a day. Well, but well, I mean I don't want to get too graphic here, but I mean but then again I suppose it'd be kind of fun to get graphic. Yeah, uh, do it. But uh, but um, I I wish I wish I wish, on my worst enemy never to get food poisoning. And I'm like now I've already hyped it up as as something that's just like that so crazy, which I guess it's not really. You're not gonna die from it unless you know whatever you get super dehydrated. Yeah. But man, it was, it hit me at a weird time. I was fine throughout the entire day, and then around four or five o'clock, I was getting done with the video. So thank God I had that video done for the day. I start, I got this like weird feeling in my stomach, and I was just like. Dude, something is not right. And then by eight o'clock, I had to run into the bathroom, dude. Both everywhere it was coming out everywhere. Oh man! And it was like a scene out of. It honestly was a scene out of. Uh, um, geez, I'm trying to think. Just one of those. What? What's the? What are the movies with the priests and the girls that like you know crawling down the stairs upside down? The Exorcist. exorcist. It was like an Exorcist moment. It was like I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't recognize the face I was seeing in the mirror. Oh man. But yeah, it was uh, it was brutal. And by the way, congratulations on three years not smoking. That's incredible. Oh, I have you. a lot of friends that are trying to do that very thing. They're they're supplementing that with the e-cig and like whatever, doing just all this different sort of stuff. I think the the clean break is the best thing. Yeah, it's um, the only but, way uh, to do it. Yeah, there's no, you know, because then you're reliant on something else. But anyway, you know, there's yeah. that whole thing where I don't know. But yeah, congratulations on Thanks, on, on on that. I know. I can only imagine how difficult it would be because I don't. I suppose I don't have something that I can relate that to. I suppose at the peak of my McDonald's entrepreneurship, uh, that might that might have been the vice. But yeah, that that uh, that chemical uh, that chemical addiction, that nicotine, and that whole thing. So that that's incredible. I hope you keep it up. Yeah, I I, I do. Like I I, I don't. I, I definitely want to smoke like all the time still, but I just am so in control of that urge now. Um, but but the important thing to mention is that the urge is still there. The urge doesn't actually go away. It's more you just feel your willpower taking over and just saying like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna be a slave to that thing anymore. So that's brilliant, dude. Yeah, it's that's really brilliant. Cool. Um, so I guess this is a good place to end because you gotta go to the airport, right? Dude, you literally read my mind. I was actually I don't know where. I don't know where my brother's flying in from. Okay. So, yeah. So, I know he's getting in at 4.15, but, you know, like, sometimes here in domestic flights, it says 4.15, but it could come at 4.05 or 4.25. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, I hope I'm not – I hope I'm not – we're not ending it early. I mean, we're definitely doing this again. So Yeah, no. I was going to say – Just get that out of the way. Maybe, maybe once the World Cup ramps up or maybe even sooner – if we figure something out. But, yeah, that would be awesome, um, dude. Um, I really enjoy talking to you every time. Like, it's always just really good. I, I think there's something about you that sets you apart from other FIFA YouTubers. Like, I, I'm not 
sure exactly what it is like and I, I don't want to say that all other FIFA YouTubers are boring um, but there's some I, I, maybe it's just because you're American and you're interested in football and that's kind of like weird to me because see I, I've not... always wa I've always, see, dude that's so interesting that you say that because well it yeah that's something I've always wondered like how do the guys over there and I know how some of them feel about me because I hear I see it in the comments where yeah. it's like oh look at this look at this yank you know like oh the way he pronounces you know the way he pronounces names or whatever bro your fellow countryman is it is it Seamus or Seamus Coleman Seamus Coleman yeah Okay, dude. Because for uh, for about three years there, I was calling him I was calling him whatever he's not meant to be called. Like, <laughs> oh, look at this crazy Sheamus, Sheamus <laughs> Coleman, and then it's just like all hell was unleashed. But it's I mean, there's there's obviously other examples where it's crazier. But well, I, I um, bet I bet anyone who who criticizes you for that can definitely not pronounce your name. So I wouldn't worry too oh, much about it. Hell no. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they've heard me say it, they they'd have some precedent for it. But exactly. Yeah. yeah. 100. But yeah, no, it's it's absolutely awesome talking to you, and uh, yeah, I'd definitely like to do this again. In, in fact, it would, now that you mention it, the World Cup, I do want to do a World Cup special episode, and I think you would be great for that, um, so... Yes! Let's uh, let's do that. We'll 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 put a Spot. we'll put a pin in that, and we'll arrange it in the future. And listen, thanks Spot very much for your time. Absolutely, man. Pleasure, pleasure to finally speak uh, on Skype. Now, do you have Discord, or are you strictly a Skype guy still? I have Discord, but just the, the only people who use it are <laughs> basically like you and Nep, and and I just like I, yeah. I never have any reason to venture over there unless Fair. it's to talk. So it's it's I just sort of stick with Skype. Fair, yeah. It was it was fun logging into Skype for the first time in literally three years. Yeah. Also, it's really <laughs> jarring, by the way, talking to you on Skype with with a huge picture of Tobias Gaming staring at me for the entire conversation. <laughs> Oh, he hates... Oh, my God. I don't know why. I did that three years ago, and I just couldn't be bothered to change it. I just saw his... He uploaded that picture to Twitter one day, and I was like, you know what? I gotta have it. That, that's just... That's just... There's just too much energy, and it's too great. I got it. That's gotta be my profile pic. Yeah, he. I actually know him. I've met him several times, and one day, I was, uh, I was scrolling through my phone on Twitter, and I accidentally unfollowed him, and I didn't notice it until, like, a week later, and then he had unfollowed me, and I was like, ah, fuck it. It's too late to ever repair that, so I'm just gonna leave that one of those awkward where, where, things where, where's it where's where's it stand now are you still unfollowed are you still are you guys still unfollowed from each other yeah yeah we are but like i mean we don't really have a whole lot in common anyway so like it's not you know like so, we're... so what i'm gonna do is I'm, I'm you know what i'm gonna do as, as my good gesture of the day i'm gonna, I'm gonna try and mend that relationship okay I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna i'm gonna tell him i'm gonna forward the story okay. I before, I, it happened with me and nep i don't i still don't know what what happened but nep says or, or nep was like wait uh so, so I was at the gym one day, and I was like, okay, I, why do I not see Nep's mentions? And I was unfollowed from him. But I think it's because he either – and I think he told me like a few weeks ago that he blocked me, and that unfollows you. Would that also unfollow me from him if he blocked me? Yeah, it would, yeah. It, it basically so it, did that. it cuts the friendship completely off. And yeah. then so, so you got to walk that delicate line because I didn't know what happened. I thought maybe I unfollowed him by accident, but then I also don't want him to get that notification. Yeah. Um, and I could easily like tell him like, oh, net. By the way, uh, I wasn't unfollowing you. I, I was. I unfollowed you somehow, but now I'm following you back. But um, yeah. No, it's, it's an interesting how those little like social social interactions work. You, you see someone follow you back after you know thinking that they've been following you this whole time, uh, but you you never really know. Yeah. Like you wish. Hugh, Hugh Wizzy followed me back a couple of days ago, but that's just because he went through some program that cleaned up his uh, account or something like that, and then he just refollowed all the people that he was wanting to follow or whatnot. But. Yeah, yeah. It, it is kind of like an awkward line to be walking on. But uh, here, anyway, yeah. listen, I'll let you go because you gotta, you got to go collect your brother. Um, all right, we'll, we'll chat soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank
for having me on, man. Really, really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thanks for coming. Thanks, bro. Peace. See ya. is that thanks very much for listening hope you guys enjoyed listening to that conversation as much as i enjoyed having it um again check out all the links in the description everything will be there and uh yeah that's that i'll see you guys next week don't forget to suggest some guests for future episodes if you want anyone in particular just just let me know and i will look into it and i'll do my very best i've been aldo nero thanks for listening